Hey guys, so today I have、um, Joanna who is the marketing manager of VSA and who is also one of the founders, like who is also like one of the founder base of the VSA.、Uh, so, yeah. Giovanna, I'm、yeah. 19.、Uh, I'm Brazilian. I am a vegan for about、um, five months now, but I've been vegetarian for four years. So、um, I'm really into sustainability. So that's the main reason why I went vegetarian.、Uh, and after that, I went vegan when I moved to the Netherlands.、Uh, first, because it was easier to be vegan in the Netherlands than in Brazil,、uh, but also because I got yeah, more, more yeah, in touch.、True. With、um, also the animal rights、uh, part of veganism and sustainability. So I went vegetarian for the planet and vegan for the animals.、Um, very proud. <laughs> and I really love to cook. So I would say that, yeah, my, one of my main、uh, passions and also what keeps me strong in veganism is because I like to experience, experience、um, recipes and, yeah. A new food and whole food plant based. so Yeah, nice. We can also like,、uh, you also share some like recipes through the Instagram account. So you can also like say it from there. Yes,、um, I'm the Instagram yeah. chef. <laughs> yeah, so um, today um, I want to talk about like two things.、Um, one of them is environmental veganism. And the second one is like more lighter topic. I am about like、uh, the cooking meals, like different types of recipes and stuff.、Uh, because last week, like we covered,、um, we covered ethical veganism because、um, I go vegan for animals. Like,、um, environment wasn't my like, I mean, it's important, but it wasn't my like first thing that I focused on. Um, that's why like, I kind of learned more about like, the environmental veganism,、um, why people go vegan for environmental reasons, etc. So,、uh, yeah, do you want to explain a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. I think it has a lot to do with my background. So, I'm from a country with an amazing nature.、Uh, so, we have a lot of natural resources and Uh, I'm also from a family that is really into、uh, nature in the sense that I have two older brothers and they really like to go hiking、uh, in the middle of waterfalls and camping. And so I feel like I was always、uh, very connected to nature in the sense I'm also from a, an island, so beaches and、yeah. uh, all of this, like、yeah. really nature、uh, living. So I guess.、Um, I went vegetarian then、uh, because I was seeing the plastic, you know, I was seeing the, the damage、uh, because I was living the nature. So、yeah. uh, every time I would go hiking、uh, in the middle of a forest, I would see like a, a plastic from a package that would contain an animal product. So I don't think it fits.、Uh, yeah. And then this would get me really stressed. Yeah. So, all of these environmental issues、um, were actually making me think a lot about it.、Um, and then, this is when 
I watched some documentaries. I started learning about it, and then I decided then to do something about environmental. Uh, and of course, we all yeah. want to diminish plastic use, and we all want to uh, use less water. But the I I was researching what is the main thing that I can do, because. Okay, I can shop plastic free, but is this actually gonna make a huge impact? And then, uh, yeah. when researching about it, I discovered that the huge impact would be if I would cut meat. So this is what I did. Um, and then, well, my reason was because I was actually experiencing this whole uh, environmental damage. I was seeing this with my eyes, yeah. and not only uh, through propaganda and Our through those. Advertisements yeah. that we see, like a polar bear in a glacier, like we don't experience this. So I got my my real life experience with the damage, um, and then I just decided to do something about it. So I went vegetarian, but it was not an easy process. It was not like I cut meat from night to day. So I took my time. Yeah, like um, first you became like pescatarian, and then you like like buy one one or. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I first cut the meat. Well, because I'm from an island, uh, yeah. we eat a lot of fish. Yeah. And there's also the, the fact that it is not unsustainable to eat fish in my island because it is locally sourced. So there's yeah. also like this environmental impact uh, that is different according to your geographic location. So in my case, uh, also because I'm from Brazil and we have all of those resources uh, very uh, easy to get, it was not as like fish was the least uh, damaging so and it was also the thing that I yeah. liked the most so I decided to first cut red meat because I will never liked red meat my entire life I would also I would always feel a bit heavy after eating red meat so I cut red meat then a couple of months later I cut chicken and one year later I cut fish so my process of going 100% vegetarian took like two and a half three years yeah oh yeah that's nice yeah also like i remember um it was like a month ago i can remember like when did we have this like vegan talk thingy with the sustainability hub um i remember like you said something in there and it was like quite interesting um like if you look at that perspective like was that you who told it um it was like um something about that some aspect like if you um, buy your products from like the local shops and like if you eat like non-vegan things but you buy them from the local shops and stuff it may be more environmental friendly am i remembering it right yeah yeah it was exactly it was uh, really interesting yeah. it was actually because uh, i had just arrived from a trip to yeah. norway and when I went to Norway, um, I had a guide showing me around the, yeah. the glaciers and everything else. And this guide, uh, she was vegetarian. And then yeah. I asked her, well, what is the... Because I always, when I, yeah. I travel, I like to eat the, the typical food. And I asked her, well, I noticed that the typical food is reindeer, but I'm a vegan. So what... And since you are a vegetarian, what would be the typical food for me to eat here? And she told me that there is no option because, well, they live in Norway and it's winter for like eight months during the year. So they cannot grow any vegetable. Um, well, not really. 
And then she told me that if she wanted to be environmental friendly, she would have to eat reindeer. But because she is a vegetarian and she only eats vegetables, everything comes uh, with transportation, so planes, uh, shifts. And then this all emits way more CO2 than if she would just eat the reindeer that is locally sourced. And it's actually really interesting because the reindeers uh, in the island that I was in, Tromso, they are free during the entire year. And only when it's the really hard uh, winter that the natives, they put them together, not only to kill them, but actually because they wouldn't have uh, food. They wouldn't find food because everything is ice and snow. So then the natives, like the native Indians from the the north of Norway, they put the reindeer, they get the reindeer deers together to uh, feed them as well. So she told me that it would be more environmental friendly for her to eat reindeer than to uh, import all of her food, which she does. So this got me thinking once again, the same as I experienced with the thing that being from an island here in Brazil, sometimes it is uh, more environmental friendly to eat the fish that the fishers get uh, daily than to just buy a fruit that came from Europe, you know, so mm -hmm. there's all of the, yeah. there's this uh, geographic location that also has a big impact. So if you are just going vegan for the planet, then you have to take into consideration your location. Uh, but if you're going vegetarian or vegan for the animals, which was the case uh, of this guide in Norway, then um, the environmental issues are not as heavy as the animal issues so then you are okay eating something that came from all across the world and it emits way more co2 than killing an animal yeah that's that's really yeah that's kind of weird like that's kind of interesting that to see like um two different perspective because it's something personally i would never do like even if i like i don't know if even if i go to norway and um, decide to live there for like few years I don't think I will like change my mind I will I will eat snow maybe if I cannot find anything because I um, the reason why I'm not harming them it's like I because I don't want to like I don't want to use animals for my own self and I don't want to like kill them basically so I would be eating snow and stuff but like if you look at the perspective of someone who like grow up in like Norway and stuff, it it changes. Like that's yeah. that's that's kind of like an interesting thing to put into perspective. Yeah, it's kind of controversial also because we um, advocate so much for animal rights being vegan, but um, it's something that I personally really take into consideration. Um, because then my cause is, again, my main cause is climate change. Of course, I do not agree at all with the industry and how the industry killed the animals. It's super mean. And I went vegan, uh, especially because of this, because of the dairy products and everything else, like how the animals suffer. But I think uh, depending on, on where we you are and how this animal is killed, um, I mean... I always say that our nature as human beings, we are omnivores. So deep down, our ancestors, uh, they would kill for survival. So I always think about if I would have been born in Amazon as an Indian, I wouldn't be vegan, you know? But I would also not be doing so much harm 
to the environment because I would be killing for my own survival. So, um, yeah, it really depends on your background, I, I think, the, the whole issue of being vegetarian and being vegan. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, that's interesting. Wait, what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. So if you go back to the topic of the environmental veganism again, like it's really interesting that like it depends on like the location and stuff. Um, but also like um, it's really interesting that like you saw things with your eyes. You know, you didn't see like polar bears like drowning and stuff. Like you actually like experienced that. So like, um, so it's like, what I was going to say, it's not like you experience it, but like, um, you also like saw it and, um, which documentaries like you watched in oh, your um, process, like the main <laughs> documentary, yeah. it's like the average for everyone is cowspiracy, which yeah. really opens your eyes to the environmental issue. Uh, I must be honest, I hate seeing blood. I actually yeah. normally pass out when I see blood. So I avoid yeah. this a lot. Um, so I don't like to see documentaries that show like slaughterhouses. Um, and this is kind of, I think it's kind of bad because I um, should be, you know, you should uh, confront those things. And actually, I think it's good if you see it once with your eyes just to be like really impact and change. But in my case, I just, not that I deny, but I really avoid because, yeah, I don't really feel good yeah, watching it. Yeah. So I, I focus also in documentaries that show you the, the main data. So the data yeah. of the animals that are being slaughtered, but not really the blood. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, also, yeah, I also went uh, vegetarian for my health. Yeah, so I really like to watch uh, documentaries also about health, like health, uh, what the health, and also game changers. It was something that I was really yeah. interested about. Yeah, because I think we have uh, three issues when we talk about vegetarianism and veganism. One is animal rights. The other one is uh, climate change and environmental issues. And the third one is your health. Uh, yeah. Just because, of course, we get a lot of benefits of not eating yeah. all the, the meat and everything that yeah. comes with it. Yeah, the health, uh, the health, <laughs> um, like, yeah, the health part, it's, yeah, I also want to make, like, a different episode on it, because I, I kind of don't agree with the health part, like, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like health is, like, um, depends on the individual themselves, like, I, I don't think I eat, like, super healthy, like, I, I don't, like, check my nutrition and everything, and I don't believe that I, I, I'm like, I'm eating too healthy, but it's not because I am vegan, it's because I am, I'm shit with like, nutrition and everything, so yeah. I, I also feel like it kind of depends on the individual. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, and also like, um, I feel like the population, the people who like, um, go vegan, go vegetarian, or like at least try to do like those meatless Mondays and stuff, like I think, um, climate change and environmental issues they are like um i think the environmental issues are kind of like the main main thing that makes people want to go like vegan or vegetarian because the climate really? change is something yeah i always feel like that because i always feel like um people like climate change is something affects us directly and when it comes yeah. to animal rights um you care about animals you care about like another being 
And but I feel people, like I'm the yeah. only vegan that I know that is like because yeah. of climate change. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I always feel like people care about like the climate change like more because climate change is something that affects you directly like it's something that affects affects humans directly i mean everything yeah, overlaps at the end because of because the climate change also happens because of the animal agriculture and stuff but like still it's it's also like kind of interesting thing to okay yeah it's kind of like yeah interesting but i think uh, the health part if we just go and dive into it really quick also depends uh again on your background so if you're from uh if you were educated to eat healthy even if you were eating meat uh if you cut meat you're still going to be eating healthy but the problem is that a lot of people cut meat and animal products and then they just eat carbs because they don't really know how to um replace the protein source so there's also this of course issue of uh knowing what to eat and also not being um how do you say it? not being um oh lazy not being lazy yeah. to cook uh yeah. because of course vegan food can take a bit longer because of the grains and everything else uh but yeah i think it again depends on your background so because the world is so big and we have so much different uh like weather temperatures and things that are locally sourced or not so i guess veganism and vegetarianism and flexitarianism or whatever yeah, the name, yeah, yeah whatever it is how, yeah. yeah however you want to call it really depends on um yeah your background where you're coming from and your uh motivations yeah that's true that's also true yeah yeah also like i like one thing that makes me kind of angry was like i think it was like few months ago like um have you noticed like a lot of vegans like they're not vegans now like the youtubers they made those like um why i gave up being vegan videos like, ha- yeah. like you- yeah and it it was so annoying because i know i i knew like some of the influencers and they were only like eating raw food they were only eating bananas i like you can actually see that they were like eating 20 bananas a day and after when they um when they had like some health issues like one of the girls came up and said that she had a brain injury because she was being vegan and i was like oh what God. the fu-? like it's it's it wasn't making any sense so um yeah when people it's also like something important to like pay attention to because once yeah, you but like it's make also like the change, misinformation yeah. because yeah. i bet she she was not uh getting this brain problem because of being vegan but because of only eating bananas you know so it's the misinformation because being vegan does not necessarily mean only eating fruits and vegetables you know you have like so many grains to eat uh and you should and you have to if you actually want to be healthy being vegan uh i also know a lot of people that um they say like oh but i got so i put on so much weight since i went vegan and i always ask well do you only eat potatoes and rice because this is vegan but this is not healthy so you have to know how to replace it yeah yeah, so then a lot of people like blame veganism for other issues but it's not veganism it's just like they didn't know how to uh, make a diet yeah that's true and that's like like really annoying <laughs> like that's yeah. really annoying like and if, then they blame the yeah. veganism yeah they they blame <laughs> it like it's 
like first of all it's not just like a dietary choice that you make like it's it's like a whole lifestyle we are talking about so you cannot blame it like it's only like one aspect of it that you're doing wrong so it's like yeah, yeah it's it's like really unnecessary but yeah let's let's talk about cooking then let's like connect this thing yes to cooking like you like cooking a lot we can see and yeah, like uh <laughs> yeah you're you're like a total op- opposite of me when it comes to this because i i can't cook like if i cook like i yeah i just i just like saute some vegetables and like i put rice and i call it a day and stuff but like you really cook like falafels and like uh, vegan things and like yeah how how was your passion for cooking started let's start from there Oh, my passion for cooking, it's called grandma. Grandma? <laughs> uh, yeah, my grandma is a real chef. She cooks, like, heaven. And it's also, since I'm a vegetarian and I'm a vegan, uh, the only exception I I made to eat meat was because my grandma cooked. So <laughs> Grandmas, I always want to Yeah, they always... Yeah. They don't really get why not eat a so delicious cooked meat. (laughs) So my grandma is a real chef. She cooks like no one. Uh, And my dad got this from her. So my dad also enjoys a lot cooking. Uh, So this is my dad's side. Uh, But my mom also enjoys cooking a lot. She's more practical. So my dad likes to make this whole meal that he invents yeah. with a lot of weird uh, ingredients my mom is more practical but also the practical that is like really delicious uh, so I guess I have influence from both sides of my family and uh, when I was little I used to help a lot in the kitchen if yeah. whoever it was cooking so my dad my grandma or my mom oh, I would always help um, and I don't know, I think I got the passion to do it. Uh, then when I was 16, I opened my own business, so to say, um, which was uh, like a pastry kind of, like I would sell sweet treats, a Brazilian sweet treat um, that my grandma uh, taught me how to cook it. So I opened this business First, because I really like to cook, so I wanted to yeah. do something with it. Uh, but also because, well, I wanted to have, like, my extra yeah. pocket money. <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah, nice. I did this. And then, because I was cooking so much and doing a lot yeah. of it, it was a real success. Um, I was even more passionate. But the product was dairy. It had dairy on it. It was, like, with condensed milk. And I was only vegetarian back then. Uh, but then I already started to try to veganize it. So I did some yeah. vegan uh, recipes of it. It is called Brigadeiro, which is a Brazilian yeah. uh, kind of chocolate truffle. Yeah. Uh, and then I started to trying to veganize it. And I was trying a lot of recipes. So I, I don't know, I think I got this passion uh, from my family. But then I was also very curious to try to veganize the food that I like. Uh, and then my dad... And my mom, they were uh, naturalists in the 80s, I would say. Uh, so oh, that's really were, cool. Yeah, they yeah. were also vegetarians, uh, wouldn't use leather, but it was not called vegan uh, because they didn't have this word. Uh, but then for a, a couple of years, they were also into this. So since I was born, uh, we never had the, the... We were never used to eat a lot of meat. 
we also we yeah. always had way more vegetables than meat yeah. in my meals uh, and then every time that I wanted to veganize or vegetarianize something, uh, they were very supportive of it. So they would help me to yeah. invent the oh, recipe. Yeah, that's so cute. I really like um, it when like parents are really supportive of you being like vegan or vegetarian. Like I, I, I'm really impressed by like those families <laughs> because it's so cute. Like, yeah, it's it's really cute thing to do for your like children. Yeah, so like, they would help yeah. me a lot. They would help me a lot, and then uh, now I my brothers also like to cook so it's something that we enjoy doing together as a family um so i guess this is where i got my cooking passion from but also the curiosity to veganize things that i like yeah yeah i I also really like the brazilian food by the way um yeah Yeah. it's it's like uh, i don't know what does it called you know like those like cheese ball thingies what do you call them? Yeah, 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 pão de queijo. Yeah, yeah, that one, that uh, poor, <laughs> like that one. And I, so, um, we went to, so in one time, like we went to this um, Brazilian ladies' place. It's like veggie vegan something. Yeah, I know. Did I call? It? And um, I like had one of those, and it was so good. Like I really like yeah. that. Like and, um, it was like a really nice place. Like uh, she was like veganizing like the brazilian food and she was like a mm-hmm. really cute lady and also like um i remember that there is us and like inside the marked hall um there was this like brazilian place like at at the entrance and mm-hmm. have you ever uh had the acai bowls in there yeah acai, yeah. yeah yeah one time um so i never had acai bowls since like last year and um so adriana was just like yeah let me show you and she also like um she had like a gap year thingy in brazil so she was just like let me like show you this place they make like the exact same brazilian bowl like brazilian acai bowl in there it's like the same taste as what is what is like in brazil and i was just like yeah okay and it was tasting so good but what do you think does it have you had this in the martel or is it really the same because i never been there no, it's not the same. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah. actually this one from Market Hall I never had. Uh, yeah. I already had in bagels and beans, and yeah. what they serve is more of like an as. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. What they have is more like of an acai juice than the acai yeah. that we have here. So acai is a berry, is a small purple fruit, um typical from brazil and from the north of brazil so more like the amazon region and um what we do is we take this fruit and we make kind of like a smoothie ice cream so it's like an ice cream actually it's like in an ice cream uh pot and you get it like with an ice cream scoop you know so it's really uh the ice the healthy ice cream that we have here yeah. Um, of course, if you don't buy one full of sugar, <laughs> yeah. but it's not the same just because here we eat it more like an ice cream and there they have it more yeah. like a juice, but I think it's because it's how they can have it, you know? Yeah. But it's yeah, really delicious and we uh, normally blend it uh, with bananas or strawberries, yeah. then we put some granola, some, uh, if you're not vegan, then some honey or some vegan uh honey yeah. whatever the honey is yeah. uh it's really delicious i eat this on a regular basis like i have this in my freezer yeah. for example so yeah, it's nice. really really delicious and for us it's something like really um typical that we eat a lot 
and I really yeah. miss this uh, living in the Netherlands just yeah. because it's so delicious but yeah it's oh, something nice. that I love oh nice so what is like the favorite thing you like to cook mm, that's hard yeah. I would say that I think my special plate like when I when I am getting when I'm having friends over I think my special dish would be like risotto um, yeah. I really like to cook risotto with mushrooms and uh, truffle olive oil um, but this is just like my my dish when I have friends yeah. over it's not something that I cook on a regular basis I think like a lot of vegans what I do is uh, every day like a big wok of a lot of vegetables and some yeah. grains um, oh yeah that's my daily meal yeah yeah that's our yeah. daily meal <laughs> but I really like to cook risotto uh, and I also really like to cook the falafel that I, I yeah. eat also every week it's something that takes a lot of time to do uh, like the blending part the mixing all the ingredients it takes some time so I also like to uh, have the one day in the week where I'm gonna prepare my my meals and just leave them frozen or in the fridge and then I always make my falafel and, and although it takes a lot of time I enjoy doing it and I listen to some music yeah. or I watch a series episode while yeah. I'm doing it so yeah I take my time yeah, it's like a meditation for some people. Like some people yeah. like really like to it's cook. It's therapy. Like, yeah, like like I read this book. Um, it was like the it's called Huga. Did you heard it? Like no. it's the happiness secrets of like Danish people and stuff. Like I I read this book and it was like about like happiness, how to be happy, blah blah blah. And um, one of the things that the author was discussing was um, cooking like really long meals like really slow meals is actually like really meditative and mm -hmm. it's actually like something good for your soul and stuff as mm -hmm. well so i i also like try to like cook like some slow meals as well like something would take like a really long time and it, i also see that it's really meditative um because we're in quarantine now it's like um there's like more time to cook like slow meals yeah. and stuff uh, even if you have like online classes and everything you can just like I don't know I sometimes whenever I have some online meetings and stuff I just like take my laptop and I go to the kitchen and I just like cook while I'm having an online class and something so now we have this option uh, it's, I think it's kind of like a good side of quarantine as well um, so yeah it's also like something meditative so I can actually understand from that point of view are you a sweet tooth or um, do you like more savory salty things yeah this is a really hard question um it depends on the moon <laughs> yeah. uh, i don't know sometimes i I, th I would say that i'm more of a savory like i prefer salty food yeah. when it comes to like having a snack uh, but after every dinner i need a piece Something of chocolate <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so it's yeah, something that i really true. enjoy um but as you said now that we're in quarantine i would say that yeah. is the perfect time to experience and try to make uh, new recipes and take your time to do it and understand the process um our body is our temple this is a cliche but it's true because everything so we put inside yeah. yeah everything we put inside our body is gonna become us it's gonna uh, make who we are so I really think we have to be mindful of what we are eating and this mindfulness of 
what you're eating also opened my eyes to read every package of the yeah. things that I buy. So I personally, I don't buy things that I don't know what's... Like, if I read the ingredients, the ingredients and I don't know what the ingredients are, I don't buy it because then this means that it's super chemis- chemical. Yeah. Um, so personally, I think it's really important to be mindful of what you're putting inside and not only inside, but also what you're putting outside uh, because, okay, a lot of people care about eating salad and eating vegetables, but they do not care about the, uh, chem- the chemical products that they're putting into their skin and the skin is our biggest organ. Yeah. So there's also something to be mindful of uh, f- there's always uh, uh, there's this uh, saying that says that uh, you should only put things in your skin that you could eat. So, for example, oh. coconut oil is something that you can eat and that you can also use to hydrate your skin. If you wouldn't eat, if you wouldn't put inside your your body, why are you putting outside if your skin is gonna absorb it all and you're gonna uh, That's in really the end? Smart. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. this is also something that I like to be mindful of. So I guess this is also something that uh, motivates me to actually cook my food and to know what I'm eating uh, because I go uh, from this perspective that my body is my temple, so everything that I'm putting inside is going to affect me uh, and also everything that yeah. I'm putting outside. So this was also one of the reasons for me to buy vegan uh, cosmetics because then I know yeah. that the lotion that I'm using is made out of coconut oil and maybe some other oil, but it's not made out of yeah. chemical chemicals. So yeah, I think this is also something really important to realize. Uh, our skin is still our body. Our hair is still our yeah. body and they're all gonna absorb things uh, which are gonna go to our blood and yeah all of our yeah, systems everything so is connected yeah everything is connected everything's that's, connected that's really true yeah exactly yeah that's, that's and really i guess true. if like, you I think even, about yeah. it it yeah. gives you another motivation to eat healthy and to eat whole food yeah true i i also like um at the beginning of this quarantine i was just like yeah i'm going to eat only like whole foods and i was in the same mindset and then i i got my period and i just like start eating Oreos again but um then I oh and I also like found out this like um do you know soul pastries it's like a um local vegan pastry I think it's either in Rotterdam or The Hague um they make like those vegan cookies and it's so good they make like um Oreo cookies it's it's the shop that um we saw in the veggie veggie rolls like they had like a stand in the veggie world and me and Tess we went there and we got some like cookies and um then they started like selling them through Instagram at the at like around a few months and then I I just like ordered it and they came today and they they taste so good but I mean probably they have a lot of like sugar and stuff in it so it's I don't think yeah, it will count like as like a whole sugar food, at least yeah but at least you know what sugar is you know um yeah. The problem, I would say, is sometimes not sugar, but all the chemical products that you have no idea what they're made of. So if you read uh, behind a product and you see all of those 50-letter words that you don't know what they mean, then it's a sign for you not to buy it because it's just, like, completely lab-made. 
Um, this is also yeah. why I'm so skeptical with plant-based uh, meat that is made in labs. True. So I do think that this is an option that we should have because I know that many people want to go vegetarian uh, for the planet but really like the taste of meat. So I think that that is an option. But if you are really uh, worried and caring about your health, you shouldn't buy this kind of meat because again it's so yeah. much um chemical products and chemical flavors yeah. that you don't really know what are you putting inside yeah. your body so i guess That's being true. mindful of what you're eating also motivates you to eat healthy and to cook your own food this is something that motivates me a lot uh, if i travel for example and well normally when you travel you, you eat a lot in restaurants at some point i'm tired of eating in restaurants because i'm like well i'm not sure what what they put in this sauce i'm not sure what they put inside this uh i don't know risotto or yeah whatever so at some point i'm just tired of eating in restaurants although i'm eating in healthy restaurants just yeah. because i like to manipulate my own food to be completely mindful of what yeah. i'm eating yeah you know you know what's going inside like you want to know like yeah okay yeah they they like cook it but which type of oil they use and like what they do like yeah i i totally understand that it's it's like an issue when you go eat like in a restaurant and stuff i mean it's nice to eat in restaurants yeah like, and i guess this is also yeah yeah of course but i yeah. guess this is also something uh a, a nice tip to give people that don't really like to cook or don't really have the motivation to cook i would say that this is a nice tip because well if you know what you're putting inside that that's maybe a motivation for you to cook more for you to be more mindful of what you're putting inside your your house which is your body yeah mindfulness is like the key point of everything yes <laughs> okay namaste yeah, um... so yeah let's wrap things up um Thank you for coming here. Um, Thank you for inviting do you want, me. Do you want to like promote anything? Do you want to say something maybe? Um, I would say if you are thinking about going vegetarian or vegan and don't know where to start, um, there are many ways. Uh, you are not alone. Uh, if you want to you can of course contact us uh, on Instagram at VSA Rotterdam. We'll be happy to help you. But my main tip would be start cutting what you don't like or what you like the least. So if you don't really like red meat, chicken or fish, start cutting one of those. Uh, and yeah. you can take your time to go vegan. You don't have to push yourself. Yeah. But be mindful of what you're eating and be mindful of the impact that you're causing uh, with your yeah. diet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And people can always like DM us and stuff because community is like a really important aspect of it. If you're surrounded by non-vegan people, it may be hard for you to um, continue to this journey. So it's really yeah. important to like pay attention to community aspect. So yeah. Okay. So thank this was you. The end. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye.